Welcome to Real Talk, Real Faith, a podcast where we get real about living as Christian young adults. Join us on this exciting journey as we explore the depths of God's love and grace, and as we dig a little deeper into our own faith and personal, personal relationships with Christ. Get ready for some fun conversations, personal revelations, and self-discovery. Let's go. So for our first episode today, we have a guest. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi. What's your name? <laughs> my name is John. Um, do, you mean, do you mean my last name too? Or my government, full government name? You can give me your entire name. That's fine. Okay. Um, for, for all the government agencies um, listening to this, my name is John Okunsaya. I am 23 years old of, as of October 7, 2023. Whatever. It's for identification purposes. It's all right. Okay. Um, so for our icebreaker question today, I wanted to ask you, what was your dream job as a child? Um, I'm probably the worst person to ask this question because every year I have a different job. You can just give us a few of them. Um, okay. So when I was seven, I wanted to be a police officer. When I was eight, I wanted to be a fireman. When I was nine, I wanted to be, what did I want to be when I was nine? A doctor. Um, that, actually, that, that one actually lasted till I was 13. And then when I was 14, I wanted to become a um, uh, pediatrician, which is a child doctor. More specific, I think, yeah. But um, that lasted until I was like 17. And then when I was 17, I just said, I'd, I'd, I'll figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Um, I'll also introduce myself then. My, <laughs> my name is Queen. Um, we're related, so my last name is also Okinsenya. Um If I had to talk about my dream jobs, we have similar dream jobs when i was younger i wanted to be a police officer and then i wanted to be a firefighter <laughs> and then i wanted to join the military for like a good like 10 years i wanted to be a lawyer i wanted to be a legal officer so not like going to kill people but just to like put soldiers in jail um yeah and now it's lawyer so kind of unrelated to that like completely out of left field we're gonna talk about today's topic <laughs> which is the intersection of Christianity and popular culture. But before we do that, we're going to play a game. So I thought it'd be easier to play a game to ease us into today's topic. So basically, I'm going to read the description of a popular movie or TV show from our childhood. And you have to guess the title and tell me if you are allowed to watch that show as a child. You already know the answer to this question, though. Do you know the answer to the question? No, you already know the answer to the question. Yeah, I, you today. have to guess. Okay. The people who are listening can guess too. Exactly. I wrote the question. Okay, all right then. So, because obviously as African children and as Christian children, uh, there were a lot of things that we weren't allowed to watch. So, okay. I just want to see. So, the first one is, I'll just read the description. Mm-hmm. Although she appears to be a typical teenager, most to most of her classmates and teachers, Blank Stewart lives a double life transforming herself into a famous pop singer blank blank at night some could say she has the best of both oh, worlds yeah i knew i knew exactly what you're talking about <laughs> it's um hannah montana it's, yeah that's okay <laughs> were you allowed to watch that as a child well i mean i remember watching it i don't know if i was allowed to watch it i remember watching it you so. were not allowed to watch it okay, i, I can remember. answer that question you were not allowed to watch hannah montana because they dated in the show <laughs> I'm just exposing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, the next question. A square yellow sponge. Okay, sp- 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 <laughs> Wait, let, let me read the 
read the description first. I put a lot of effort into this. Okay, all right then. A square yellow sponge named blank 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 lives in a pineapple with his pet snail Gary in the city of Bikini Bottom on the floor of the Pacific Ocean. Was it Pacific Ocean? Yes. Uh, Pacific Ocean, not specific. Yes. The Pacific Ocean. Okay. Who is it? Uh, it's blank it's, blank blank. There blank. were four. Is isn't only two? No, that's four. <laughs> It's SpongeBob SquarePants. Yes, thank you. But that's you. only two. That's only two words. But there's four syllables. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. The next show, uh, a series of movies about a boy who learns on his 11th birthday that he is the orphan son of two powerful wizards and possesses unique magical powers of his own. He is summoned from his life as an unwanted child to become a student at blank an English boarding school for wizards. Okay. Um, the first two blanks are Harry Potter. Yes. The the um second bl- the third blank is um Hogwarts. Yes. Also, going back to SpongeBob, were you allowed to watch no. SpongeBob as a child? No. Okay. Uh, were you allowed to watch Harry Potter <laughs> as a child? Um, based on the the um the what do you call it the, the yeah the, basically the wizardry, which yeah the magic and the everything Honestly, yep. Yeah, so we were not allowed to watch anything regarding to uh, magic or anything. Yes, because Harry Potter was witchcraft. The next show, these siblings come from a long line of wizards and now must master their newly learned powers or lose them forever. Their family business is Waverly Substation (laughs) in busy Manhattan. And the three young wizards get into all sorts of crazy situations as they grow up facing typical teen challenges like school, friends, family, and magic. What show is this? Wizards of Waverly Place. Okay. No. And were you allowed to? Okay. You can just go. Okay. The next one. A geeky teen, Ethan Morgan. I'm saying his name because it's not going to help. Has a hot babysitter, which most teenage boys would think is a good thing. The only problem is that his babysitter, Sarah, is a half-vampire. Sarah drags Ethan and his friends into a world of supernatural, bi- supernatural battles against creatures from their nightmares in order to save their town from vampires. Now, this show was on YTV. I don't know what, if that is helps. This, um, is it Buffy the... Ra- no, ra- that's old. That's before my time. Okay. This one was on YTV. Which, which show is this? I'll give you, think about it, because it's basically like the title is in the description of the show. He has a hot babysitter, babysitter. um, and his babysitter is a hot vampire. vampire. So guess what the name of the show is. Is it Vampire Diaries? No. What what, what is it? Would anybody else here, does anybody else here know the answer? No. The answer is, my babysitter is a vampire. (laughs) (laughs) I... I've, I have heard this show. Exactly. Were you allowed to watch it? Or do you think you I would didn't, have been allowed the, to The fact that I didn't even know what the show was, so... I can answer. We probably would not have been allowed to watch it, because... I don't know the show. Fair. I know the show's name, but I just don't know what the show was. Yeah. I didn't watch it, though, because... Yeah. For obvious reasons. Okay. So, for today's episode, we're going to be focused on fashion, movies, TVs, TV shows, books, things like that. Um, and we're talking about the battle between personal conviction and FOMO. So to get started, I'd like to ask you, what do you think personal conviction actually means? Personal conviction, just basically, um, you know, kind of 
stopping yourself when you're doing, let's say you're in the, in the midst of, or about to do something like an action or a thought or anything like that, just stopping yourself and, re and asking, is this beneficial to my character, to my personality and everything? Or like, is it beneficial to the situation or the scenario that I'm in? That I'm in? And then judging it by, um, then. I think that's a good, like, I think that's like an action standpoint. Like if I just define it generally, it just be like how I feel about it. Something like, cause it starts off with like, okay, I feel like this thing mm -hmm. is bad. So I think that's how I define it generally. Um, the next question is, what do you think are different sources of personal conviction? Like, is it God, the Holy Spirit? Is it facts, personal experiences, or is it just something that's intuition based? Um, well, if you're gonna if you're gonna go out, let's let's kind of define it as exterior um, factors and interior and interior factors. Exterior factors are like friends, um, experiences, and your parents, and then interior factors are like God and you know intuition, like you said, or instinct and such. Yeah, I agree with that. I think the interior exterior thing is good. I'd add to exterior factors probably like social media. Just because that's like, like for me, some things that I wouldn't have felt convicted about, I feel like I'm more convicted on them because of how they're being portrayed in social media and stuff like that. Uh, can you think of somebody in the Bible who's had a personal conviction? Like, like has, has one personal conviction or just like multiple personal convictions? It doesn't matter. Well, oh, the first person that came to my mind was David. In the, okay, we're going Old Testament, okay. Are, are you, you have to give me an example. Uh, okay, uh, David, personal conviction. Um, I think this his personal conviction is just like in this in the same sense of when he was going into battle, going into battle with um, um, I guess Goliath. His personal conviction is to how he felt about it was to um, talk to God and rely on God for his strength and such. Um, in New Testament. Is that, is that real? I mean, other than the obvious, very easy answer you could do from the old, the New Testament. Personal conviction. Um, da, 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 da. I don't know that. J-E-S-U-S. Other than Jesus, um, he could do Paul. I could, I could do Peter as well. Oh, is that Peter? Is that, uh, I mean, you can say that, yeah. He said that when he after he um denied Jesus three times, he had that conviction of like, oh, I what I messed up and everything like that. The conviction should have been there before exactly that. Exactly right. But yeah. Anyways. But I think Paul. Paul is a good example. Yeah. Right? The man faced death yeah. multiple times, and he was still like, I'm I'm going to Rome. Like I need to carry the gospel across. So yeah, after, that's who I. After choose. killing so many people, it's crazy. Anyways, and, uh, when the Holy Spirit <laughs> convicts you, He convicts you really strongly. Yes. Uh, the next question is, have you ever been convicted about something? Uh, it doesn't. Like, we're not going to go into popular culture yet, but just generally. Like, convicted, have um, conv uh, convicted of, um, when I'm playing piano. Like, is, that, I... is that conviction? Okay, so conviction is just like you're deciding to do something, or is it like sticking through with something? Um, I think it's a sticking through. Okay. Then, like, yeah, because when I was younger, I didn't like playing piano. I I told this story before that like I've played piano since I was seven years old, so I'm sixteen, sixteen years now. Like before, I didn't like playing piano because I was only well, I only went to, I only went into piano because my parents said that I had to play piano. I yeah. played instruments. So both of us went into piano. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I obviously don't have conviction. 
take a picture. Yeah, I dropped the fact, off like the fact that the fact that I have to teach you, I have to teach you stuff about the piano nowadays. It's just, it's it's nuts. You have to use the gifts that God gives you. Okay then, all right. To, I mean, to be fair, you're on, you're only how old were you? You're like four years old or no, five. I was like six. But the thing is, is that our piano teachers they had dogs. So like I went there like they had poodles, so I only cared about the ah. dogs as opposed to learning hmm. about. So my parents were just wasting money hmm. sending me to go to piano school. Yeah, I remember yeah. it. But I think mm-hmm. if we're going by your definition of conviction, which is just sticking through with something, even though you don't want to, then I'd have to say that I'm convicted about school. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> I'd have to say that I'm convicted about school. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, if I had the opportunity to drop out, not not at university, but, like, school, just generally speaking, I yeah, I would have, but um, I think the conviction is there. Like, I have to get educated, so I'm just sticking to it. I, 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 I was going to talk about school, but I'm not going to go into that topic because I, I just found out something yesterday that I didn't know, that you guys are in your third year of university. I didn't know that. I forgot. <laughs> I was like, I'm actually no. See, for the people, so for the people listening to this podcast, John and I live in the same house for the most part, right? So the <laughs> fact that he doesn't—I mean, maybe it's that's the well, way you maybe, are with your siblings, but like that's insane. Because I, I forget how old you are. You're literally three years older than me. I forget how old you are. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I just I just forget how old you are. He's so old that he doesn't remember. <laughs> 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 anyway, it's Apparently, so, apparently, I give thirty. I give thirty plus vibes. Yes. Isn't that true? I don't even know. I don't know how thirty-year-olds act anymore. Yeah. I only once you start getting to like fifty, that's when age starts to become a thing to me again. Once you pass, <laughs> once you pass twenty, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what so this is. Twenty and fifty. Twenty and fifty. That like what thirty years span means nothing to me. Um. Yeah. Okay. Actually, because fifty sounds old. Exactly. It's like I know how a fifty-year-old chat. Like literally, like within like I can't even say. For example, like I can't call my mom old because that um in her old year old. They won't allow us to call. They won't allow us. Yes. Oh gosh. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Let's let's, let's get back on topic. Sorry, that was my fault. Yeah. So now that we've given kind of a foundation for conviction. I want to get into personal conviction and popular culture, which means that in this episode, we will be talking about lifestyle. We're going to talk about Netflix. We're going to talk about Unholy. We're talking about Karma. We're talking about Paint the Town Red. We are talking about it all. But the first thing I want to ask you is, I want to do kind of an anti-haul. Do you know what an anti-haul is? No. Okay. So let's take a journey back to like 2010 to YouTube. This is the fashion side of YouTube. Mm-hmm. And people are talking about the fashion trends that they're not going to buy. That's an anti-haul. So, like, people will be, like, showing the clothes that they bought. Anti-hauls are, like, I am not going to spend money on this kind of thing. So, we're going to do an anti-haul about popular culture. Mm. So, what are some popular culture trends or practices that you have a personal conviction about? Meaning that you don't want to partake in them. And it can be fashion. It can be shows, books, TikTok challenges, stuff like that. Um. Uh, well, I'm, I'm very much so on TikTok, so I'll talk about TikTok. Yeah, you can. I, I'm not on TikTok, so you can cover that. Um, base. a trend that I want. I don't want to go through. That I don't want to. Um. Hmm. I mean, I can start off. 
Yeah, start, yeah. start off. So I don't, when I, don't I wrote know. this question and put TikTok in there, I thought of like the silhouette challenge. That was what was in my head. What's the silhouette challenge? I you didn't know that. You don't know what that is. What's the silhouette challenge? I, 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 I like I'm I'm more of a visual learner, so I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know, well, like you, the, you can go Google that. You can. Go okay, you know the red leg. Like the, the flash with the the one day put my head on you or whatever that song is put my head on the show oh, okay, okay, okay. ew okay, yeah no. that silhouette no. challenge no. or the one that they were doing to Beyonce's song where they were like the drop down one like that one too but it's mainly because of like knee problems I and the, yeah the Holy Spirit has convicted me that I should not partake but you know what I'm talking about yeah, I yeah. Uh-huh. well so, what are some for you, John? Um, well, I don't, I don't think I'll ever be like a, um, well, the, I don't know why this came to my head, but like I just thought immediately when you said trends, I thought of the, um, my man, thank you to my man thing. I don't know why, <laughs> but I said I'll never be, I don't think I'll ever be that kind of person that will be the complete opposite of that. Be like, oh, my girl, thank you to my girl. Okay. Like, I'm like, nah, wow. I'll, I'll ever if you said challenges, you could have said Tide Pod challenge. <laughs> I'm a very slim. <laughs> Our director has left the room. It's all right. She'll be okay. Um, what about fashion trends? Let's fashion break it trends. down. Anything in fashion um, trends? I really do not like tight clothes. Mm. Uh, for you, you mean like for men? Yes, okay. men, men wearing like I skin, see, skin I wrote, type skin type jeans. No. <laughs> Not like 2010 skinny jeans. I'm like talking about very, like I'm talking like, about like almost like spandex, like blood circulating, uh, <laughs> like skinny. restricting skinny jeans. I'm anything, not wearing those. Anything else? Um, I don't like when guys wear like sh- um, shirts that are too small for them, just so that they can show off their biceps and everything. Okay, this is conviction. <laughs> 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 no, it's okay. So you're talking about like muscle tees. Yeah, I don't like those. Hmm. I'm I'm way more like someone someone like me. I'm way more into like oversized clothing, so. I don't like all the tight, tight stuff. Cause it makes and the skinny jeans, guys. We said skinny just, jeans. We started off skinny jeans. No one should wear skinny jeans. Um, in 2023. <laughs> I'd also like to add to... This is not a... I guess since we're talking about... Okay, this is a conviction thing, too. You know, like, the, like, 2008, like, rappers? Like, the really big hats that they... The yeah. ball caps with yeah, like the, the super large bills. Or the um the, the bucket hats as well. I like bucket hats. Oh, but, um, well. Yeah, bucket hats are cool. Thank okay. you. Only right. uncultured people don't like bucket hats. I, exactly. Okay. Right, um, also, in terms of women's fashion, this is like a Christ-related conviction. Just like like the the g-string is that what it's called? Yeah, the g-string thing that they add to their pants, like but the then, thong, like like it's attached to the pants. It's not even like you're showing your underwear. Like the like really? they add it to the top. Yes, to the top of the pants to make it look like you're showing your underwear. I feel like you guys, you've never seen that. I, I think I, I know what you're talking it, about. But yeah. like, isn't it extra underwear though? No. no. Most they, of the time it is. It is the underwear. No, but they're it's selling like, clothes now where it, they yeah. just attach it. Yeah. yeah. I, just cause I, wanted to, I saw people doing it and I wanted to do it. But it oh, so I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking it about. It looks so terrible. I, I, mean, I just thought like there's people, the only people like skinny people like people. Yeah. Like, or people with like really thin waist. So, what do you, talking about that, do you, what do you think about waist speeds? Oh, see, this is a this is we were talking about this in the IT <laughs> in our <laughs> IT department before. I have opinions about waist beads, okay. but they're my own personal conviction. So I personally don't like them because okay. I feel like when I 
think about them, I think of like only the spiritual spirituality aspect. Like I know for people that wear them, it may not be a spiritual thing, but that's what comes to my mind when I think about them. Yeah, so I don't do that. But like the same thing people will say, I have my nose pierced, I'm locking my hair. The same spirituality thing that I'm complaining about, people will not come and say, what about your own? So I understand that there's a little bit of hypocrisy there, but that's how I view it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel that. Okay. That's cool. Yes. Uh, that's, that's a very nice but <laughs> the next thing I'd ask is what about shows? Do you have any convictions about shows or movies? Um, um, before you start, there should be a very obvious one. I would, like I, I would never watch 50 Shades of Grey. Uh, not even 50 Shades of Grey. See, we can get, we can come back to that. What do you mean? The thing is, <laughs> you should have been convicted about Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, but did you, you not mean? go? <laughs> what do you mean? Did you not go see it more than once? What do you mean? The that whole Eye of Akamoto thing. You, if you're talking about like you talking about, I talk about the first movie or the second movie. No, the Multiverse of Madness. Well, the first movie, Doctor Strange movie. movie yeah, first movie, the line movie, with yeah, the astral projection. First, first movie was nice. Second movie was kind of like was really, really like. Did they not do like witchcraft? In, yeah, like see, like actual. I'm not talking about what they did. Rich, they did go oh, is this spoiling? They, they did talk about necromancy. Not necromancy. It's not necromancy. It, necromancy is bringing people back to life. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, they did. I should not know that, but anyway. yeah, they did. But like, then, anyways, that that movie was it was okay. It was okay. It was. It we're wasn't... not reviewing the movie. We're talking about <laughs> conviction. Okay, then. All right. Okay, that's my own. But you were talking about Fifty Shades of Grey. We can go back to that. What do you mean? I just said. Are you I, just convicted about I, Fifty yeah, Shades? Yeah, I would watch that kind of stuff. Okay, so okay, since point. we're on this topic okay. of Fifty Shades of Grey, if you say that you're convicted about Fifty Shades of Grey, how were you not convicted about Bridgerton? Well, I mean, Bridgerton is only half of half of like half you of. Have Brid- you seen Fifty Shades of Grey? It's the first season. It's no, it's not. It's not just the first season. Fifty Shades of Grey, guys. Have you seen Fifty Shades of Grey? Wait, wait, wait. John, what about some animation? Oh, <laughs> Yasima, thank you, thank you, thank no, you for okay. even my hero academia, the fan service that they do in that show. Well, I mean, well, if you're talking about if you're talking about anime, talking about anime though. People make that weird. It's not the anime isn't itself. No, isn't weird. because the people who make the anime are the ones that are making it. Weird. See, and you also you also have to look at like the culture of American culture and also Japanese culture. Okay, well, since way. you're talking to somebody who majors in East Asian studies, <laughs> <laughs> because you know that you know that you know about the age of consent there over there, They're right? Sixteen. No, in Jap- in Japan, it's, it's like, like thirteen. It's like th- exactly. So yeah, that's but so that's people not that. A good thing. And that's not, I'm not saying it's a good thing at all. But I feel like. I, wa- I watch it for the plot. I don't watch it for anything else. Okay. okay? That's, that's what I'm talking about. Well, then we can go to books. I don't know if you, um, if you read. Well, if I you know mean, how to read. can I see, you see if, I don't, if I know how to read? Yeah, we can start there. I know how to read. Okay. Well, you can talk, about, we can you talk about any convictions. We can talk about the book I just tried to, I just was oh, going to read. Men are from Mars. Yeah, men are from Venus. Venus. Yeah. I mean, apparently, I, not, I mean, apparently that book is not good. Yes. Uh, or it's not, it's very, um, uh, is it misogynistic, or is that okay? So we can't get into feminist politics on this podcast because this is a Christian podcast and people will leave. But <laughs> what I will say, in like my own personal conviction about the book is like mm-hmm. the perspective yeah. is like like I like you can say the same thing about books that are written by women about men and women. It's like you're only approaching it from one perspective. I'd rather go to the source, mm-hmm. which is God. And get my conviction from there, or like start off from there, 
and then learn from experience as opposed to going to a book that's written by a man okay. about how women act. Yeah. Yeah. So the next thing I wanted to ask is why do you have the conviction that you have? So we can go to Fifty Shades of Grey. We can talk about skinny jeans. Like it doesn't have to be like you just simply don't like them, but is there like a deeper spiritual meaning behind why you have those convictions? I think I just think at the same point, I think that, um, well, I mean, you're talking about like Fifty Shades of Grey, that kind of thing. I have convictions about that is because that kind of stuff is not needed to be seen. Mm. I feel like that's a like, I don't know. I don't want to say that's a private thing because that, that kind of condones it. But like, it, that's kind of like a thing that shouldn't be brought out to like the public eye and such. No, and also talking about skinny jeans is the same thing. Skinny jeans, no, skinny jeans is just like that's something that like it doesn't really benefit you mm. in a way for me where I see it. Like, you know, just wearing skinny jeans all the time doesn't really benefit you and it, and, and it can end up messing up your legs and everything like that and your ankles and your blood. So, I mean, if you're only wearing it for appearance appearance purposes, it's like, well, okay, well, you can get the same, you can get the same or better re, um, um, uh, how do you say this? The same like um, reception by wearing a different kind of clothing. So, so would you going back like because I know when we talk about like men wearing tight pants in church, it comes up in the topic of modesty and stuff like that. So, would you say that it's related? Your conviction is related to that. Yeah, it's okay. Like you feel like it's immodest because when I think of like the whole like G string on the pants thing, I think it's the same. Like slightly immodest. I mean, I feel the same way about people sagging their pants. Like it's nobody needs to see your underwear. Exactly. It's I don't know. It's like things that are supposed to be covered aren't being covered. Mm -hmm. And then it's like the next question I had is like, what purpose do your convictions serve in your life, particularly as a Christian? I'll answer first, just because it's the same kind of thought. It's like, well, people have issues with modesty, but I think that modesty is important in keeping like yourself pure and how you're presented in society right because we're supposed to be the light of the world but if the light is covered in this like it's behaving in the same way right that the rest of the world behaves then you don't really seem like light anymore you're just as dark as the rest of society mm-hmm. i don't know that's how i feel it yeah i, I, I feel the same way actually i don't want to like i don't want to be the kind of person that says oh i'm adding on to that when i can say the exact same thing so i think like the same sense with you that you know is this like that's our job as christians to be the light of the world and we can't just like there's certain things that we can't do in this world that we can't we, we can't really go about and if we go about them we don't really radiate the light that god has that what god wants us to show to the world and such so yeah yeah i think that really well connects to our next kind of section uh which is about fomo so I'll just go into the next question. It's, is it easy for you to hold and maintain your convictions? And what are some of the difficulties that you face? Um, it's easy for me to hold my convictions. Yeah. For the most part, yeah, I think so. Because, you know, it's the best way to describe it is like my, my convictions are me. You know, the part of me. So for me to say that, oh, I'm going away from myself, it's like, if I'm going away from my convictions, it means I'm, not, I'm losing myself, which could happen, but doesn't really doesn't really happen much when you you know stay rooted in who you are and then kind of stick stick in scenarios and situations and settings that you are in so like i kind of view conviction the same way like in a similar vein as i view being christian and that yeah it's a part of me but i also feel like there's a lot of tension 
right? Because even though I'm not supposed to be of this world, I'm still in this world, right? And the different kinds of things that are happening in the world are attracting me and pulling me into them. So it is hard for me um, to maintain my convictions, especially when it comes to like books, because there are like some really good books and then they have really bad parts. And it's like, I don't know if I like, am I supposed to be like how much of this I can engage in? I think finding that line is the most difficult part um, in maintaining my conviction. The next question is, do you ever deal with FOMO? And if yes, why do you think you deal with it? Um, so people that don't know what FOMO means, it means fear of missing out. Um, I actually do deal with it a lot, actually, because I think there are a lot of there are a lot of examples in my life as well. It's just like I think one of the biggest ones for me was like when I was 12, when I was 12 years old. When I was 12 years old? Pokemon? Not Pokemon, oh. no. When I, I think when I was 13, actually, I actually attended a wedding in my school. You what? I attended a wedding in my school. A wedding at your school? Wait, wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. And this is middle school, right? So yeah. this is the same middle school that I went to. You attended um, a, a wedding? It was uh, Thomas Street, yeah. Okay, you need to explain this. Yeah, so basically, um, two people that were in my class or in my grade, they were dating for like about a year or two. And then suddenly they had like, <laughs> they had like a idea of, Getting married, and then you know, you know it's funny, right? Is that they got married, and then they, they ended up breaking up, up the, the summer. summer. <laughs> That's right. So this, why that kind of brought to my mind was just like I always had the um, fear of like missing out on having like dating and all that kind of thing. Oh, okay. So you know what? That ties really well to what we we're talking about at the beginning. The whole not watching Hannah Montana thing, like my my FOMO was also related to dating, but it wasn't that I feared missing out on dating is that I feared missing out on television where they show dating. Yeah. So like I like Hannah Montana used to be everybody's thing. Yeah. Right? And not being able to partake in that, that's serious FOMO as a kid. Yeah. Well I mean, even for me as well, I just had like I, I think my FOMO came my FOMO came from like a fear of just like being behind everybody else. Yeah. I didn't there was because I never really you never really were taught like when you're younger that oh you can wait for the right person to be with you or like to not to be with you, but like to be with the right person at the, at the right time. It's always like, Oh, people were, this person was in a relationship with this person from like grade six to grade seven, grade eight. They were all this. So like you being single all the time yeah, kind of like, like made you like, Oh, maybe I don't have that person in my life or not. Maybe I'm going to be like the 40 year old virgin or not virgin, but the 40 year old, like person that just like, Never dated anybody that that lives alone with cats and everything. I feel like I'm being called out. Yeah, I I, uh, I know he's calling you out. But so you. yeah, I mean, I I can understand that. Yeah, I think for me right now, like if I'm gonna bring it back to the present, I still deal with FOMO, but it's like for fashion, because mm-hmm. like I really like fashion, right? Mm-hmm. But like the way that fashion is going right now. It's not like the parts that I like are not parts that I can partake in. Mm -hmm. So like there's this thing going around where people like wear bloomers. If you don't know what it is, go Google. It's like old time. Do you know what I'm like? Yeah. Like just like short pants, but they're like old tiny kind of vibe. It's hard to explain. But if you if you Google it, like people wear like form outfits around those. And obviously, yeah, you can Google it right now while I'm talking. Okay. Sorry. Like, no, no, that's not sarcasm. Yeah, it's on TikTok, it's on Pinterest, it's on YouTube. Like, 
the way that they construct their outfits is like very visually appealing and it's like okay i like that style but then i'm like okay oh okay wait let me show me the picture before (laughs) but this looks like pirate underwear like the way they style it yeah it's nice though not the long ones not the long ones I, I talk about this ones. Sure, sure. I talk about these ones. Yeah, you can okay. show him, but like not as frilly as that. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. but people style it really nicely. But the problem is, is that if I go around wearing hot pants, which is basically what they are, <laughs> like it's gonna be there's gonna be a tension with my views on modesty, right? Mm-hmm. So I say, okay, I can't do that, and then I'm sad because I'm like, okay, everybody gets to express themselves in fashion, but I can't do that, right? And then I feel like I'm missing out. I don't know if this. Uh, well, speaking about uh, fashion is everything as well, right? I just when you when we talked about bloomers, uh, I just thought I thought about hoochie daddy hoochie daddy pants, and I don't know why. You know those the, are right? like seventies, like the pants <laughs> that they <laughs> used to wear in the seventies. I was actually talking about this. I was telling our mother that I glad I was not alive during that period. Honestly, you know what? You know what's even? You know what's really? Sorry, I'm not talking to the microphone. You know what was really um like a big thing? Something that I saw recently about like seventies. Love songs of the seventies were so much better than they are now, because like they were they actually like actually captivated the beauty of the woman. You have Nowadays, to you have to give me an example. Um, another song. Put oh, no no no. I, it's I, not I, put your head on my let, shoulder. Let me not, let me not, it's, I think that's like Frank Sinatra. Um, there's another. I forget another song, but like I was listening to it on TikTok recently, mm. and it was about like it was like songs in the seventies or sixties. Like they were talking about like oh um. Like talk about love and like in the purest form and everything. Now nowadays it's just talking about like I can't even go into it because without it's very vulgar. Because it's like like I'm it's trying about to doing, think of an example in my head and it's, it's not about, coming about, up. It's about doing some like really really like um intimate things with women mm. now, and that's like the biggest thing that's talking about now. With that's women. the focus. But then it's like okay, we can talk about shift gears a little bit into music. Like if you're talking about so when you hear those kinds of songs. Do you feel convicted, like, oh, this is something that I shouldn't be listening yeah. to? Is it only because they're vulgar, or is there, like, relating this back to Christianity? Like, is it because you feel like it's just morally wrong? Is it morally wrong to talk about somebody like that? And also, like, in the same sense that, you know... Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with, like, creating and singing a love song and such like that, right? But it has to be, like, appro- it has to be respectful to the person also to respectful to you as well mm-hmm. that you have to be able to be seen and be heard in a very respectful way and be seen as a respectful person so yeah, yeah. okay that's a good point yes I to say about that too you guys ever listen to a song and for example let's just touch your cat as an example where she's like oh she's double and then you guys just remember and then you go oh i should never go for bit i'm not devil and then you remember that you're not supposed to listen to the song i know i do that all the time <laughs> I mean, that, that's, like, a per- that's a perfect segue to karma. Well, let me, wait, wait, let me, let me, first, Hamilton. Okay. Okay. Hamilton, the soundtrack for Hamilton, there's one song called uh, My Shot, but it comes across, it comes, oh, a, like, okay. it comes multiple times during the play. I'm not throwing away my shot, but, like, one part of the song, he's like, I imagine death so much, it feels like, just like a memory. <laughs> When's it going to get to me in my feet? in my sleep or seven feet ahead of me and I have to like be silent for the entire song because I'm like look the Holy Spirit has given me wisdom to know that I should not be singing about death like I will not throw away my shot but I'm not going to to keep singing these songs but yeah sometimes what you guys think is more of like the person just 
talking about like for example what the person have like a mental health and just like spelling out their like experience that they're going through right is it like do you guys how do you guys feel about like talking about your experiences versus like because like maybe it's not a confession yeah so then but you but for you you see it as a confession like for a song so like there's this song i'm i'm just on a low i've been taking my time i feel like i'm i yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. that song i don't want i don't know it's a suicide hotline uh, uh, who, who correlate? yeah i like that song like and i like the message behind it but it's like i believe confession is like if i'm saying it like if i'm yeah. singing it all the time then like it becomes a confession like i can still respect the beauty of the song and i'll still play that song on repeat but like I don't think I can sing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything to add to that? No. Okay. Um, I think one of the kind of connected to our formal question of why do you think you deal with it? Can you think of any biblical explanations for maybe why we deal with FOMO generally? Um, or we deal with FOMO in general, like from a biblical sense. Um, or like examples. No, of I like, I can't really think of anything. Okay. I can think of one. Like I already said it before, the whole uh, we are in this world. Um, we're in this world, but oh, we are not okay. of this world. Okay. Or you are a chosen generation mm-hmm. of royal people, like a people set apart, right? Mm-hmm. That means that you're still like around people. Yeah, you're still around people that don't agree with you. You're just mm-hmm. kind of a little bit separated from mm-hmm. them, right? So you still see mm-hmm. that, and I still just kind of the sense that you know we're we're in this world but we're not of this world so we have to kind of like our job is to kind of separate ourselves from people but there's also the aspect of if i keep separating myself from somebody i'm gonna miss out on what they're experiencing yeah yeah and it's hard i feel like because i've only ever been young so i feel like it's hard when you're younger because it's like 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 right now i'm 19 right i'm turning 20 this next month um well, it would have already passed by the time this episode comes out. So I'll, I'll already be 20. Bro, you're very almost. Wow. You shouldn't even be talking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the person who's 23 talking. shouldn't be talking. You know, you, know, you know that in two years, I have to celebrate my 25th birthday. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm not buying you a present. Joe's going to be 30 this year. It's crazy. This month. Bro. No, it's just 20. That's crazy, 20. man. By faith in Jesus' name. Wow. Receive youth in Jesus' name. Hey. Well, I'm still 18. You're older than me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still 18. Was I 18 before the pandemic or 19? But yeah, the age that I was before the pandemic. I'm just going to say I'm still a child. We're 17. Mm-hmm. Before the pan- before pandemic. Before pandemic. Wait, so 19. Like pandemic? It was, in, it was 2020. 2020. It was 2019, right? No. At the end of 2019, okay. beginning of 2020. Yeah, you were 17. Ew. Anyways, yeah. That's so sad. You see, I didn't even turn 18 yet, and then the pandemic came. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I don't, I don't feel like I'm 23. But I feel like, I don't I don't know how I'm supposed to feel, though. Like, what what does it mean to be an adult? Jojo, <laughs> please explain. Right? What is What is being an adult? <laughs> I don't know. All like, I know is you have to pay your taxes. Right? That's you all I got. You just have to follow me. You don't have to worry about paying it unless you have like a business. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, most employers already do that for you. Yeah. 
I know, I know. I know. I had to stress about that when I was working during oh, the yeah, summer, yeah, yeah. but like, ended up finding out that they were actually they're already paying my taxes for me. So yeah. it's nice. You guys know? You guys know what I'm part of? I can't find my own taxes. That's good for you. Did you go to an accountant to do it? Huh? Like no, you? I only by yourself. Yeah. Wow. I did my mom's. And then I did my dad, and so I was like, okay, then I can do You set up something very and bad. And I was going to tell the entire people that I exactly. could Yeah, you, exactly. I would have kept it to myself. I, I could have kept it to myself. <laughs> and it could have, because the, other, the guy was like, oh, I just paid $200. So he was like, wow, so you didn't get $200 favor in. But like, now when people hear this podcast, they're going to ask you. to make sure that you're like up to date on like all the benefits. Yeah. There's like, there's an entire PDF on like the the Canadian website uh for how to do it you just have to read 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 and you guys youtube google doesn't need nothing youtube and tiktok that's where it is okay i'm so awkward i apologize i hope they can hear you they, they probably won't be able probably to. Probably won't be able to. They might. It's okay. But as long as they can hear you guys, yeah, that's good. good. Actually, maybe it'll make it funnier. Okay, that's cool. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't have to be super organized. Okay. So I'm letting it go. But I'll move on to the next question, which I don't think I asked, but you can correct me if I did. Like, I don't think I asked it. Okay, part of before. The, okay. Yeah. Um, if you do deal with FOMO, which we already established that you do, how do you deal with it? Um... Like, like, how do you? Manage how do I do? How do I deal with? How do I manage it? Um, well, to well, first of all, to um, to quote my father, I'm not, I'm not meant in this world to manage. I'm meant to be a boss, but it's okay. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the fact that you said this yesterday. That was funny. Anyways, I've not been called to be a manager. Anyways, I'm uh, we're allocating resources. <laughs> Okay, you can continue. Um, how do I deal with FOMO? How do I deal? Uh, how do I deal with FOMO? Yeah. Um, I don't. I just let it. I let it go away uh, on, my, on its own. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll answer. The original. The original. Um. just said I don't deal with it. For me, okay, part of mine is that too. Like, there are some things that I just can't do. Exactly. Like, I don't stress yeah. myself. Hmm? I, I don't stress myself. No, I'll stress, stress myself. myself about it, but like, I just have to come to terms with the fact that I can't do it. For other things, I'll try and find something else to put my attention on. So it's still kind of like recognizing that, that I can't do certain things, but I'll just find ways that are enjoyable. So, like, I'll give an example, right? I watch a lot of K dramas. Yes. And the thing in K dramas is that they like to drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. They like to drink soju. They like to drink beer. At night, they'll pour it in a glass when they come home, like a very nice cold cup of beer. And obviously, I, I mean, I can't, I'm not, I'm not, I feel convicted that I shouldn't drink beer. Okay. Even though I'm legally. Allowed. Are you allowed to yet? Yes. It's 19 in Canada. Okay. So I can drink. Well, I, I, how do you know that? Huh? How do you know Sorry. that? What does it taste like? <laughs> exactly. How do you know that? It tastes like bread. So instead of that, like, kind of to mimic the feeling of cracking open a cold one okay. before I go to sleep, I'll just grab, like, a Canada Dry. 
I mean, I mean. Well, honestly, because I mean, the color is the same, right? Yeah. Exactly. So then I'll pour it in my glass and I'll sit on my bed like they do in the K dramas and just chill. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's how. Exactly. Literally, like sometimes I drink like grape juice or cranberry juice out of a wine glass just to mimic the feeling of drinking wine. Did you say Delulu? Yeah. Oh, gosh. No, we're not going down. I, 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 we're not going down that route. We're not going down that route. Oh, wait. If you haven't, if this wasn't captured on audio, our director just said being Delulu is a Salulu. Don't, don't ever say <laughs> I just want that to be on record. Oh, no. But it's like, like, I obviously know you're not supposed to emulate things of the world, but it's like, I'd rather find ways that still make me feel like, okay, like I'm getting the same kind of sensation without dabbling in things that I've already said. That I shouldn't. That's what that's what, mom, that's what mom, my mother said. She said like, "Oh, if we're gonna have a party, just go to a party and drink apple juice." Yeah, or you know, my parents like drinking New Haven wine, non-alcoholic fruit juice. It's good. So good it's a really like you just have to find things. I think that's better than just sitting around being sad yeah. that I can't, or then sitting around staring at things that I can't do, and then eventually being tempted yeah. to do them. Yeah. Yeah. So the next thing um, I wanted to ask is, do you give up? Or, I mean, you already answered this, but I'm just going to ask it explicitly. Do you give up or ignore your FOMO or conviction? Um, now, it looks like, do you give it up? Like, by give, give up, give. I mean, like, just throw it out the window. Give up my FOMO? Yeah, like, no, like your conviction. Just throw it out the window. Uh, no. Like, you've never, you've never done that? No, no, I don't do that. I don't, no, I don't throw out my convictions because, well. Like, even suppress. I don't, I don't think so. Even, or like ignore it ignore like, my conviction like well i mean I, I i'm not saying i'm not saying i won't be tempted to mm. but i think at the end at the end of the day i have like I'm, i can be very strong-willed so I'll, i can't remember that i, I shouldn't be doing this so okay. up until like i actually do the thing I'll, I'll like i'll kind of push it a little bit more and more and more and more and then when i actually start to think to myself i should do this thing no i shouldn't do it and i go back okay well, I'm going to say that you're lying. Um, what do you mean? Because what do you, you mean, went though? to... Why did you... Okay. How many times have you seen Doctor Strange yeah. Multiverse of Madness? No. Uh, once in the oh, you've theater. Only seen it once? In the theater, yes. And once. then how... Did you watch it online again? No. Oh, never mind. I, I, I feel I, bad. I don't never know mind. what you're talking about. I take that back. I've been saying, I don't know what you're talking about. I was going to say, if you saw no. it the first time... No, no, I don't. You... I haven't watched it again. I know about it because I, I remember things very easily. But like I've I haven't watched it only I've only watched it once. So did you only watch it once because of conviction purposes or just because it wasn't good? Or like you just well, I just I just didn't want to watch it again. Okay, then we'll just move on. For me, I'll answer the question that I asked. I do ignore my conviction sometimes. Like when it comes to music. Mm-hmm. Like I just talked about Hamilton like mm-hmm. five minutes ago. Like <laughs> even, as much as I say I shouldn't be singing about death. Sometimes I'll just catch myself singing the entire song. Yeah. Right. Or certain rap songs. Mm-hmm. Because I also like rap. Right. That I know, okay, this is not edifying God and it's not adding any value to me. And the Holy Spirit is telling me that I shouldn't be listening to this song, but I still do it sometimes. This is why you don't listen to Drake, you listen to Don Reddy. I don't like Drake. <laughs> Party next door. Anyway, um, the next question is for not liking Drake. I don't care. His because, uh, okay. I'm gonna say this right now. His most recent album that trash. came out uh, yesterday, October sixth, is trash. Wow. 
we can just leave it at that mic drop okay exactly. the next question uh do you rework your conviction so you said you don't ignore it do you change your conviction um like what i can give an example but like based on scenarios or based yeah on- like so it'd be like instead of ignoring it i'm just gonna be like i'm no longer convicted or like i'll just change the parameters so let's say i'm convicted that i shouldn't drink alcohol instead of saying i'm convicted i shouldn't drink alcohol largely i'll just say okay i'm not going to drink tequila or i'm convicted that i can't drink vodka and i'll drink beer no that because that, that doesn't that that defeats the purpose of a conviction if you're just gonna change it well that defeats, defeats the purpose of sticking to something you're just gonna change it to, to suit your scenario or suit to suit your um setting okay, okay. Okay, so the last question, uh, which we kind of talked about before, but is do you look for fun or expression in other ways? Yes. Can you give us an example? Um, like if people are going to, a, let's like give an example, people are going to a party, I mean, I'll just be, I'll be, I'll order pizza and play FIFA, or not FIFA anymore, but play EA FC. Um, don't look at me like that. They change the name. <laughs> they change the name of it. Anyways, I'll play like NBA, I'll play, um, I'll just play on my watch a movie, do all those kind of things, have fun by myself mm. instead of going out to parties and such like that because I don't like the music that they play there. Yeah, it texts me. Yikes. I think I also look for fun and expression. In other words, I already kind of talked about that, like with the drinking Canada Dry mm-hmm. instead of beer. So I'll just leave it at that. But I'd actually like the audience to kind of think about this question mm-hmm. if you're listening to this. Um, maybe instead of reworking your conviction or giving up and ignoring your convictions like us we've learned to do maybe you can try and find fun and expression in other ways so with that we'll end the first part of this podcast i hope you enjoyed and we'll see you next time